And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. The Athletic. The lure of Real Madrid has proven almost irresistible to the world's best players and coaches for decades. Success feels like a virtual guarantee these days with Jude Bellingham at the heart of one of the most exciting young teams on earth. So why would anyone want to leave? This is from the Brazilian Federation footballing president. There are many good coaches in Brazil and Diniz is one of them. He's a coach whose style of play is quite similar to that of the coach who will be in charge starting from the Copa America, Ancelotti. The soap opera of Don Carlo Ancelotti's future continues. I'm Ayo Welcome to the Athletic Football Podcast. Right, let's get into this. Uh, let's talk Don Carlo. I'm joined by the Athletics Real Madrid correspondent Mario Cortegana and also La Liga writer Dermot Corrigan as well. Mario, let's start with you on this one. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti's future has been shrouded in mystery, I, I guess, for the last year or so. Do we finally know where he's headed next? Is he staying at Real Madrid? Is he moving on? First of all, it's a pleasure to join you. A soap opera which started almost a, a year ago. It was uh, back in, in December after Brazil were eliminated in the World Cup by, by Croatia national team. Then World Sport in Brazil reported that Ancelotti uh, was a, an important name for to succeed uh, Tite. And since then, there have been a lot of rumors, a lot of news, a lot of words by CBF, by Ancelotti. And the main point now is that this is still unclear what will happen with Ancelotti, which is crazy because we are speaking about Brazil and Real Madrid and Carlo Ancelotti. It's the top of the top in, in the world. I mean, why would you leave Real Madrid, Dermot? I mean, it's uh, it, it, it's such... You, you've got this wonderful young crop of players coming in um, and they're playing great football. Let's not forget there's a certain Jude Bellingham that's making Real Madrid look really good at this moment in time. It all feels really nice and cosy for Don... Uh, I keep calling him Don Carlo just because <laughs> what is the team? It just feels so cosy for Carlo Ancelotti right now. For sure. Ancelotti has always been... Um, quite clear that he, he loves Real Madrid. He really enjoys the club, the city... The, the lifestyle that he has here, his his family are happy here. He likes it here. It is true that, as Mary said, it, this all kind of kicked off after the World Cup when Brazil were looking for a coach. And Ancelotti has done such great work with the Brazilians in the in the Madrid team that it was obvious that they would consider him as you know as a potential next coach. Just at that moment after the World Cup, Madrid weren't in. You know, it was a little bit of uncertainty about his his future because it is Real Madrid. So if you go through, if you lose a game, suddenly you know your your job is on the line. But I, I've always been quite quite convinced that if if the possibility to stay at Madrid was there for Ancelotti um, with his son there as well uh, as assistant coach that he would stay also been quite convinced that Brazil would love to get him and Brazil have put themselves out of the line by hanging on so long by going through with interim coach now the team aren't doing well in, in the qualifiers it's all quite a mess from their end so they need to to get him and to sign him up 
But Ancelotti's in control of the situation, and you know, if things go well at Madrid this season, he could well stay there, stay there longer. Mario, do you, do you have a sense of what the relationship is like with Carlo Ancelotti and and you know the powers that be at Real Madrid at this moment in time? What's that conversation like? Are, are they having conversations? Yeah, it's it's kind of a roller coaster uh, between Florentino Perez and, and Carlo Ancelotti. But uh, I'm feeling and I'm hearing that Carlo is now in a, a stronger position that uh, compared with the end of the past season. And Real Madrid actually uh, are inclined to to offer an extension for the Italian, and they are studying the situation. There is no formal offer, but uh, Ancelotti has been informally kind of informed that uh, the they are inclined to to offer him you know, an extension. So I think yes, uh, they are now in a uh, in a good mood. They, they are now in a good moment. You've got. Uh, a potential of a, a national team job, if if that is true, with a great bunch of stars. You've also got the potential to stay on in one of the most commercially viable uh, clubs in the world. Perez isn't stupid. He knows, you know, Jose Mourinho said it recently. This is a very astute guy. Who could take Carlo Ancelotti's place? Who is of that calibre at this moment that could keep this Madrid side ticking on? Yeah, it's it's difficult that names come out like like Xavi Alonso is kind of the, the newest kind of hot coaching Spanish sensation. He's doing so well in, in Germany and people think that, you know, someday he probably will be Real Madrid coach if he continues on like this. But again, Ancelotti is in a he's in a very strong position and he knows he's just got so much experience, Ancelotti, of this. He's worked, you know, with difficult owners for so long. He's been uh Berlusconi at Milan, he was Roman Abramovich at Chelsea, he was at PSG with with their owners as well. And he's he's a relaxed guy, you know. He, he's able to handle the pressure. He doesn't let it get to him. He, he can get on w- with coaching the team and kind of work on a couple of different levels. Because at Madrid, you need to win the next game. That's always the most important thing. But he can also kind of think what might happen, you know, six twelve months into the future. And it is ideal, you know. Coach Brazil in a huge World Cup in the America as well, where he has links to to America. He he, he likes to to go there and to visit. Is kind of a a dream for a coach. So he's kind of he's been able to play the two sides off against each other. One thing that Florentino Perez doesn't like is to be played off um, by by somebody else. Like there, there's a risk involved in it that if you um, Florentino Perez has to be the biggest person at Real Madrid, the most important person, and is the most important person at Real Madrid. So it's 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 delicate situation. But Ancelotti so far has has played it very well. Let me add, Dermot, I, I agree with you 100. percent And let me add that. It's a, an agreement uh, for an extension is reached between Carlo Ancelotti and Real Madrid. All the parties uh, know pretty well that this could mean nothing if the results are bad in one, two, three, or four months. I mean, we can imagine Carlo extending in January, for example, for two years, and then in April or May, if the, the team is not winning any major trophies, being fight for sure for sure but the, then I'm, I'm I'm looking at this we're talking about the like go back to that question we could talk about the possibility of maybe Xabi Alonso I mean he, he's only really early on in his Leverkusen career I mean who best to get them another Champions League than someone as experienced Mario as Ancelotti they tell me at Real Madrid that the Ancelotti is the ideal coach for for Real Madrid but of course Real Madrid are considering some names uh, to replace him if something happened with the results or with the failing to extend Ancelotti. 
one of the top names, maybe the top in the list is Xavi Alonso. I've been told that uh, there are high executives at Real Madrid who are big fans of Xavi Alonso, even more than Florentino Perez. I've been told also when Zidane Zidane is in the market, you can't, you can't discard. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't after, bring him back again. After, I can't bring him back again. <laughs> after chapter in at Real Madrid the bench, I've been reading some rumors about the Cherry. It's a profile with a lot of value at Real Madrid, but nothing more. Let's see. There is also Raul. But I would say that despite Real Madrid are saying that the, the ideal coach for this Real Madrid is Carlo Ancelotti, if something happened with the Italian, uh, Xavi Alonso is the, the top name in the list. We, we shouldn't forget kind of what's happened at, for Real Madrid managers going back over the last decade. Like it has been difficult enough for Madrid to, to put somebody in charge. You know, actually, he was at Everton like a yeah. couple of years ago. Zidane left after winning the Champions League. Suddenly, Madrid had no no plan B. They were looking around at different options. And Ancelotti kind of saved them by coming back, go a bit further back. People like Lopetegui, Benitez have been appointed, not gone well. The coaches who have actually triumphed have been almost surprises. Like Zidane promoted from the new team kind of in an emergency and went on and did it. And then Ancelotti coming back when, you know, there was... Three, four weeks from Madrid, we're looking around for a, for a coach at that moment. There's never really, a, at Madrid, because of the way the club was run with Florentino at the top, so much comes down to his personal decisions in, in the moment when it, somebody has to be appointed. It's not that they have a long a succession plan in place. Maybe at some club, maybe Man City are already thinking about who's going to replace Pep Guardiola, for instance, mm-hmm. and you know they bring him in as the assistant, all that. Madrid doesn't work that way. It's more impulsive. It's more the spur of the moment. And... Again, Ancelotti knows that. Like as Mario says, he signs a new contract. Suddenly they get knocked out of the Champions League. They get embarrassed by Barcelona or Atletico in the Copa del Rey final. And, you know, Alonso wins the Bundesliga and, you know, he comes in. So it's super interesting to watch it. But again, Ancelotti's kind of, he's in such a good position. Eh? He's, he could be the Madrid coach. He could, you know, win more trophies with them. If that doesn't work out, sure, I'll go and manage Brazil in the World Cup. So it's, uh, as long as he doesn't overplay his hand, it's, it's going pretty well for him. This is the ending line of uh, a piece we are preparing uh, for Paris. In the- <laughs> if you check, be careful, be ready, uh, stay on, because if you check the last Real Madrid appointment for the bench, no one, and when I say no one, it's no one, not, not even people with uh, more or less power uh, at the group, uh, of course, the media and even the the supporters didn't suspect that the uh, Ancelotti was returning in 2021. Sissou was returning in 2019. So it's crazy, but this is the the truth. Fun club to cover. You're listening to The Athletic Football Podcast with Ayo Akinwalere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, 
courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobeUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Do you ever get that feeling that you need to get something off your chest? We all carry around different stresses, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to release and discuss those thoughts and feelings and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you need to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist. And if things don't click, you can switch to someone new at any time with no additional charge. With over 1,000 therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. And because you listen to this podcast, you can get 10% off your first month of online therapy by heading to betterhelp.com slash athleticfootball. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash athleticfootball with no spaces. Here, Brazilian football journalist for Sky Sports. For us Brazilians, this Ancelotti situation looks a bit of a mess because it's reflecting directly on the way that Brazil is not performing in the qualifiers for the World Cup. And we are not sure if Ancelotti is going to come and, and manage Brazil after the season ends. They chose Fernando Diniz for this period as an interim coach, but Fernando Diniz is the type of coach he needs to work with the players on the daily basis because of the style of football he believes in. Brazilians, they, they really enjoy the possibility of, of Ancelotti. I think in many ways he is, is similar to Chichi in the way he approaches players. And this is actually one of the main reasons Chichi is such a big fan of Ancelotti. He spent time with Ancelotti in Italy while he was taking a sabbatical year, learning from other managers. And he always made very clear that Ancelotti was the one that he admired the most. So these players in the national team now, they are very much used to this approach, this more friendly and light approach that, that worked really well because Brazil, even though things went south in the World Cup in Qatar, Brazil played really well under Chichi for long periods of time. As for the Brazilians who are in Madrid, as for Vinicius and, and Rodrigo, they mentioned in, in interviews, in press conferences, that they, they joke around with Ancelotti saying that he's going to be the Brazilian manager. So it's all good vibes, you know. And I think in terms of, of managing uh, the squad as a style of play, he'll be a, a really good fit. So at the moment, we're just hoping that Ancelotti will be the next manager. I tell you what, if it is to be the Brazilian national team, uh, can you just take us back to where this all, all stemmed from then? Well, it all started last year, almost a year ago, in Brazil with Brazil Media. And the truth is that the Ednaldo Rodriguez, the president uh, of CBF, uh, has been acknowledging uh, during this month that Ancelotti is the main target. The president has been in talks with the with the Brazilians at Real Madrid, also with other Brazilian players who have been playing under the Italian. 
Kaká and Ronaldo Natario have been key figures uh, during the process to to bring closer Brazil to Ancelotti. Everyone loves uh, Ancelotti and all the players, the full squad, want him to be the, the next uh, coach. And I know Pep Guardiola said this in an interview a while ago. You know, they asked him if he'd ever do a national team job. He said, I would love to taste it. You know, I'd love to taste the World Cup. I mean, for a coach of his experience, Ancelotti, to work with that array of young talent, Derma, I mean... Vinicius Jr., Rodrigo. I mean, the list goes on, right? It, it, it's it's a Hendrick. quite Hendrick, um, uh, exactly. Who's coming to Real Madrid, actually? Anyway, I mean, <laughs> Real Brazil. Real it's, Brazil. It, <laughs> it's a true with a little Englishman in the middle. I mean, like, how, how do you turn down an offer like that? Like, it's the most glamorous job, maybe in world football, to be the Brazil coach and to be coach at the World Cup, and maybe to not even have to bother too much with a lot of friendlies, Bolivia and Ecuador and all the games along the way does seem kind of ideal for, for a manager. I would say that looking from the outside, like Mario maybe has a better handle on exactly how things work at the Federation, but it doesn't look like it's very well organized at all from here. We just saw last week, there was the game against Argentina with the, the pretty horrible scenes before the game. The team also lost to Colombia. Most of their best players are at Madrid. You know, the, the core of the team is is going to be for the future, maybe Militao, then Vinicius and Rodrigo and maybe Hendrik. But there's a lot of players who are not maybe at the level who you'd expect for, for a Brazil national team. You know, some guys playing in the Premier League for Newcastle and Austin Villa, Gabriel Jesus, um, who are, you know, decent players, but they're not quite world superstars yet. They're not guys, you know, this isn't like Romario and Ronaldo and Ronaldinho and trying to fit them all into the team Kaka that, that we mentioned as well. So it's a it's a super glamorous opportunity, you know, to, to be Brazil coach in the World Cup, but it comes with its own pressures and, and possibilities for for failure, especially if behind the scenes things aren't being run maybe as well or the preparation mightn't be as good as. Um, so I don't think Ancelotti's going to be worried about it. He sees it as a challenge and he's a confident guy. He'd be able to take it on. But um, it's not quite the the kind of honeymoon or the the easy job that it would that it might seem to be. Oh, I'll go and take over Brazil and win the World Cup and that would be great. There's, there's dangers there as well. Mario, I wonder if you could take us inside the Brazilian Federation a little bit because um, I was in Brazil a while ago and especially when Brazil hosted the last World Cup, Brazilian fans were not enjoying this team and they've had to build back a lot of, you know, respect with the Brazilian fans. Brazil haven't necessarily played the greatest football. Uh, can you just take us inside the Brazilian Federation? There is a factor there because during the under Tite, there were a lot of critic supporters and media claimed that the Tite was too defensive for, for Brazil and for Brazilian style. Back in, in July, Rodriguez has announced uh, Fernando Diniz as the new coach for one year. He specified that Diniz uh, will be coach for just one year. He added something like he's quite similar to the style of play, Ancelotti's style of play. They are trying to recover the style and the, the beautiful game, which Brazilians love a lot. But what are, what are these legal guarantees then afforded to Carlo Ancelotti? Um, I mean, it, that sounds quite suspect. Yeah, yeah. This is the the most sensitive uh, topic in this in this opera. It has been reported in uh, Brazil that uh, the CBF have uh, legal guarantees about Ancelotti becoming their next uh, manager. We have been able to confirm that this is the the case with uh, sources familiar with the situation. So I can't assure how strong uh, 
uh, would be that document or that uh, that signature if there is a pre-contract or something similar. But we have been told that this is the case that uh, Brazil have uh, legal guarantees. But also, and this is interesting, other sources with knowledge of the CBF and Real Madrid and also uh, Carlo Ancelotti told us that how legal could be a document even if it's signed when Carlo Ancelotti is not allowed to sign anything before the the, the beginning of the next year. The same sources also told us that uh, there is a clause in the contract between Real Madrid and Carlo Ancelotti for which uh, it has been made clear the intention of both Real Madrid and Carlo Ancelotti uh, regarding a, an extension, uh, it has been decided and it has been, it should be made it clear uh, at the beginning of, of January. Yeah, I'm just thinking about uh, Florentino Perez amidst all of this. Uh, damn it, he, he's not a guy that likes to have the wall pulled over his eyes, is he? I mean, he, he will be very aware of what's going on and he's very clear about what he wants from this Real Madrid side and his club. Yeah, he, he will be very clear that he will make decisions based on what's best for, for Real Madrid, not what suits Carlo Ancelotti, not what might suit Brazil or or anybody else, really. It's all about Real Madrid. So if he thinks the best thing for Real Madrid is to, to get Carlo Ancelotti to renew his contract so that the Brazil stuff goes away, so that Brazil decide, OK, look, we can't keep waiting, we're going to hire another coach, then that would be good for Madrid. It will remove the, the Brazil problem. It won't stop him firing Carlo Ancelotti in April if if he decides to do it. Who, who am I to say how Florentino Perez would, would yeah. see things? But I wouldn't say he's super happy to have all these rumours around about Brazil mm-hmm. or all the talk about his own manager of the idea that that anybody can come and take the Madrid coach. Like Madrid go and they take the Spain coach. Like like with Lopetegui, it doesn't happen the other way around. Even if it's Brazil, from, from Florentino's point of view or from the Bernabeu's, point of view this is the biggest best most prestigious job in football full stop and mm-hmm. um, that everybody should should want from brazil's point of view like I, I can understand why they want to get it sorted out or want to to have it out there that there is there is a document or that there is uh something binding anchari because you know they're they're in trouble if if anchari does decide to renew results haven't been good a new coach you know they've got to try and bring in somebody else the world cup's not that far away yet i can imagine they're being problems for the Brazilian Federation president if they don't get this sorted out soon. But that, won't, that again, that, that's not going to worry anybody at Madrid. It's not going to worry Florentino Perez. Okay, gents, thank you so much for your time. Uh, let's see how the soap opera of Don Carlo Ancelotti develops over the next few months. Uh, Mario and Dermot, I really appreciate your time. Remember to rate and review the podcast if you're enjoying it. And why not give a friend or a loved one a gift of reading some of the great writing from these guys on The Athletic. One-year subscriptions are at the special discounted price of 19.99 a month. That's both dollars and pounds. Head over to theathletic.com forward slash football pod. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to The Athletic Football Podcast. The producers were Adonis Pratsides and Guy Clark with additional production by Mike Stavro and Jay Beal. The executive producer was A.D. Moorhead. Athletic.